Welcome back to the Affirmation Talk Podcast, presented by Artistic Alignment and The Real Tips LLC, where we assist with aligning the artists to their craft and the building of everyone's inner voice. Last episode, we discussed having healthy habits when being busy. This week, we're going to dive into releasing other people's opinions of you and redirecting to your own intentions. I am your host, drama and art therapy life coach and spiritual advisor, Bonnie D. Talent Aligner. This podcast is important in assisting and uplifting you all through your toughest times as an artist. Not just assisting you to act authentically, but to also to self-align creatively. So understand, when I refer to creatives or when I say creators, I not only mean artists, but the natural born creators that we all are meant to be because we have the power to create our own lives. Now, others' opinions we face frequently. Others' opinions can cause a whirlwind within our own mind if we let it. Something as simple as a deep breath can keep you from spiraling down the hole of overthinking. Now, we like to use deep breathing techniques with creatives to calm anxiety and to clear the mind of overthinking at the top of rehearsals, performances, any big day, or during hard times. Deep breathing helps us to clear our minds of overthinking, to calm the anxiety, and to ground our spirit back to ourselves. I want you to follow me as we inhale for the count of seven, hold your breath, for the count of four, and exhale on the count of eight. Now, the whole purpose of deep breathing is to get a good in-depth breath. So you want to do that by breathing through your diaphragm. And how to make sure you do that is when you inhale, your stomach should be going outward and protruding. And as you inhale, exhale, your stomach is coming back inward. And continue to practice it because most of us don't naturally do that because of how we've been taught to breathe. So practice that on a daily basis. So I want you to inhale for the count of seven, hold your breath for the count of four, and exhale on the count of eight. Also, I want you to, as you inhale, I want you to inhale and think a positive thought about yourself or a general positive thought. And as you exhale, I want it to be as if you are releasing any negative opinions or negative thoughts. Let's begin. Inhale, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Hold your breath. Two, three, four, exhale, two, Inhale, two, three, four, 
six, seven. Hold your breath. Two, three, four. Exhale. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Beautiful. How you feel? Take note of how you're feeling in your body, how your mind feels. You should feel less racy. You should feel renewed, actually. Um, deep breathing actually helps you to, you know, connect to that life force of breath and air. And that in, a, that in itself helps you to feel renewed. Okay? Now, everyone has an opinion. And that's what we're going to talk about this week. Opinions. Everyone has them, right? Which is why it's so important to have to know yourself. Know yourself so that you are not just taking on all of these opinions around you and everyone else's labels of you. And that's why affirming is very important. Affirming to yourself on a daily basis to combat all of those notions outside of you. Affirming to yourself will build that wall to stand strong in your own inner knowing. Now, we at The Real Tips, we like to utilize what we call affirmations. Affirmations is defined as reassuring your creative genius and telling yourself you are badass. It is combining the intention and the movement towards the intention. So affirmation, standing on your affirmation and following through and acting out your affirmation, okay? I want you to follow me as I recite these affirmations. I'm going to say them, and then I'm going to leave a space for you to repeat them after me. Now, how you say these affirmations are of utmost importance. You'll want to say them with a sense of calmness, a sense of knowing, a sense of confidence. You don't want to say them with a sense of defensiveness or as if you're explaining to someone or as if you're trying to downplay them or don't believe them yourself because you do believe them. Even if you're not fully sold on believing them, you are building yourself to believe them. So inhale that truth. Make sure that you ingest that truth as your own to make it your own. I'll say these affirmations and you'll repeat them after me. Let's begin. It feels good to express myself. My nature is perfect and complete. I can quiet the noise in my head. I can quiet the noise around me. My focus is on my own intentions. I always find time to be me. I embrace my badass energy. I know who I am and I perform it. I belong here. I need 
no one's validation but my own. I am capable of building up my own self-esteem. I am equipped for this moment. I know who I am, even when no one's watching. best work when I relax in my authenticity. I use moments of stillness to align with my inner voice. I am fearless because I take back my focus from others. I already know I am good at this. My confidence overpowers any opinions around me. I can do this shit. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, you know, I like to <laughs> implement cursing into uh, your affirmations. Uh, number one, because that's just me. Sometimes I'll spout out a, a curse word every now and then. Um, that's just my authentic self. And and number two, a lot of the times when we curse, it emphasizes the meaning behind it, and it actually it actually puts more uh, motivation behind it. It puts more energy behind it a lot of the time. So, you know, when you say something like, I can do this shit, you know, you believe it and you feel it. You feel that passion. That's what it is. It has that sense of passion behind it. So curse words are good for affirmations, for affirming yourself. So be sure to always come back to these affirmations whenever you need to. I suggest doing affirmations on a daily basis at the top of the morning when you wake up and before you go to sleep at night to be sure that you are in charge of the programming of your own subconscious mind. To be sure that you are able to strengthen and build that inner voice up against all of the notions outside of you. Also, make up your own affirmations because only you know what you are really good at, okay? Only you know who you truly are. No one else around you, no matter how close they are to you. You know this, so affirm it. Now this week, we are talking about detaching from their why and tapping into yours. Now, detaching from their why, who's there? We all hold our relationships dear to us and tend to care a lot about what our loved ones, our loved ones, uh, our partners, significant others, or our friends, our peers, or colleagues think. We put a lot of weight on what they think. Uh, we may want to make sure something as simple as we're making them proud, that we're uh, pleasing them, that we are obliging them or agreeing with them. But this can be detrimental. It, 
although it is a natural human desire to want to be loved and to want to be accepted it's natural but we have to be uh in charge and and kind of uh trick ourselves as to how we take in that love and how we take in that acceptance the the how we take in the love and acceptance that we seek out how we take that in is directly correlated to how we take in rejection and being misunderstood so that means whatever you're attached to even if it's a good opinion that you are attached to you are indirectly attaching yourself to when you hear a negative opinion so even though it, even if it is a good opinion you don't want to detach to it. You don't want to feel like you need this good opinion in order to thrive or in order to move forward. Because if you need a good opinion, that means you're being made by good opinions. So if you're being made by good opinions, that means you're also going to be uh, you're also going to be made by negative opinions. That also means you're going to fall by negative opinions, right? That, uh, so we may, you know, we may take on other people's opinions, trying to please them or make them proud or agree with them, but we may take this on at the cost of our own authenticity or our own individuality. That attachment to the people around us opinions, it can seem harmless in a small regard, such as something as small as pretending you didn't like a blouse because they said they didn't like it but on the other end of the spectrum it can be very harmful in how we internalize it okay furthermore how we internalize it it can stick to our subconscious mind and you remember your subconscious mind is the mind that actually it that actually holds all of your notions, your ideologies, your your opinions, without you having to, uh, you know, construct them in your own mind. They're already constructed. The subconscious mind already constructs them based off of your experiences, your fears, and what's attaching to you from how you take in the thoughts and opinions around you, right? So again, it could be harmful how we internalize it, okay? Because it sticks to our subconscious mind. It can be dangerous. Like, for example, in an instance where a person may think little of you and you end up taking on their opinion about you as your own. So now, now that you've taken you've taken yourself outside of yourself to now think their opinion of what they think about you now you're in cahoots with them you're not in cahoots with yourself and so now if you're not in cahoots with yourself then you can't even have access to yourself in the moments that you need them so in that moments where you in moments where you may feel alone or you may have uh you may need a little push of motivation you know you may need a little push of confidence or um, again, you you know, you may feel alone or you are facing so much rejections. In those moments, you need you the most. You don't need anyone else around you. You need you the most, and that's why it's important to build your inner voice. You can't be in cahoots with people outside of you instead of standing with yourself. You should stand with yourself 
so that yourself so you're building yourself to be there for yourself when it's needed we have to learn to detach from what others think no matter how much we love them how we do so is detaching from their why this means that we need to release the care of why they are thinking acting or being the way that they are right when we detach from their why we cut the cord of pondering their notions thinking repeatedly about another's opinions put us in a put us in a place of investigating why and what brought them to that notion like oh oh my god did she not like my food why does she does she not know my whole story i don't think she knows my whole story or man she probably thinks i can't do it and i actually can do it why man why didn't she like my work so you know things like that and what i'm saying is it's not your business to know their why why they're thinking a negative opinion about you or why they're thinking even a positive opinion about you or why they're thinking that is not their business it's not your business okay it's not your business it's not your business to know why they think the way they do now sometimes it is good to know why especially when it comes to a, a good opinion um, and it's good to hear why but what I mean is don't attach to it don't put yourself in a position where you need to know this this is where overthinking can spiral because the reality is it can be so many reasons why in all in their opinions it can be so many reasons why our opinions everyone every one of us our opinions are based on our past or current experiences our fears and our traumas so trying to be a detective in your head can be detrimental to you the range of why someone is or they think how they do is so wide and it can solely be based on a, an experience that only they themselves have had it, it may not even have anything to do with you even if their opinions may relate to you it most likely is not about you why they think a certain way has more to do with what did or didn't happen to them not about you this is because all of our knowing is based on our own journeys and our own biases so racking your brain about their why is going down a rabbit hole with no fruitful return at all distress and too much attention to something that should not validate us to begin with we must redirect our focus when it comes to people's opinions we must redirect our focus to our very own why to our very own why and to our very own intentions when we do this in every instance we learn to get to the root of why you may have reacted to their opinions okay let me say that again when we redirect the focus to our own why 
we learn to get to the root of why we may have reacted in a way or why we, you know, uh, or, or why we can get to our future endeavors or the why of why we're going towards our future endeavors. Okay? So, um, for example, when someone has a negative comment about an accomplishment, instead of wondering why they did, you know, they why they'd be so negative or why they didn't like it, redirect that focus and ask yourself, how do I feel about that? How do I feel this way about that? What this does is it helps you tackle the need in you that even cares about their validation in the first place. And the thing is, when you pinpoint that need in you that cares about the validation, we will most likely find that that need is directly correlated to our own inner thoughts about ourselves. And so if we have an inner thought about ourselves, you know, maybe, for example, uh, inner thought about ourselves where we're not liking ourselves enough or where we didn't like certain things or actions that we did. All you have to do is reevaluate within yourself and build your inner voice. So all of the control and all of the focus goes within you. And fixing anything that needs anything, anything within you that needs anything outside of you. This helps you tackle the need in you that cares about validation. Okay? So like, for example, as artists, actors, performers, even when it comes to criticism of your own art and performances, when a director, for example, a critic, a producer, tells you all for something you did in your work and now we very much know that you know they can have they can have some brash uh, deliveries you know when it comes to that um, and so this is why you have to take control of your own reaction by redirecting to your why okay so when they again tells you tells you all for something that you did in your work instead of thinking wow man he really thinks i suck what you want to think is okay i take that in i i heard what he said what do i need to do for a better performance or for for an acting performance for example you can ask yourself okay why am i doing this to reiterate to reiterate the goal or the tactic for that scene so when a director tells you um no that's not right you shouldn't be doing that you suck instead of focusing on what they said their opinion of you sucking and instead of thinking about why they thought that you go within and you think to myself okay how do i bring forward this particular scene or this particular line and you reassess your goal as an actor you reassess your goal in that particular scene in that particular line you reassess your tactic 
that is taking the focus off of the noise the opinions because really that all is a distraction how they may have came off at you it probably was brash you know and it probably was a little crazy and it might have you know got to you a little bit but if you get too caught up on it it's taking you away from what really matters and that's how do i make this you know how do i make it better to where i like it for it to be better okay now this season i wanted to understand and help shed some light on the troubles that our listeners may have been facing during dark times so we have people who have shared their inner questions this season and again those of you who send questions will be placed in a random drawing at the end of the season to receive a free life coaching evaluation session with me okay this week's question comes from Soraya who says I love my family so much but they're not the most encouraging people to be around they just can be so negative sometimes I find myself in an encouraging mood then when I talk to them I become doubtful again do you have any advice Woo. you definitely said a mouthful there Soraya um yes I, I I definitely have experienced this and, and I understand that um, and, and there's two it's two parts to this first of all you have to in order to in order to do the work on yourself you first have to detach from their opinion right so you need to set yourself up in a way where you are not and you are controlling your environment to where you are not giving them the opportunity to have an opinion about those particular things in your life. So what I what do I mean by that? Stop looking to them for encouragement. Stop looking to them for validation. Stop looking to them to you know to make comments toward the things that you are building or you want to feel motiv motivated on don't go to them when you want to feel more encouraged don't go to them when you're looking for advice on you know or motivation don't go to them don't even mention these things around them this is how you control your environment you have to do that. You have to cut off your environment. So, because, and I say this because you, you I assume that you're maybe you, you're in the house with them, right? So, when you're in the house with people, you have to take control of uh, the environment by not reaching out to them for things that you know they are not good at. Okay, that's the first thing. The second thing. Once you detach yourself from, from that aspect of their opinions to where you're controlling your environment, then I want you to take your focus inward to try to figure out why they get to you so much when it comes to that. Because there, trust me, there is a root to it. And it can be, you know, based on uh, how you was raised, you know, maybe, um, you know, maybe you always was trying to kind of please them when, as you were growing up. And so anytime you felt like you weren't pleasing them or you felt like, you know, they didn't like anything you did, 
felt like you needed to do something more to get their validation. That can be a root. But I want you to take that time to do the shadow work and dig within yourself to figure out why, to figure out why do I even care about these these people of validation? Why do I even care? Because anytime, anytime that you're seeking, um, you're seeking or you're putting your vulnerability in someone's hands that always crushes your vulnerability, that's something within you that you have to fix. Because why are you seeking out their their safe safeness when they showed you they weren't safe? Okay. Um, so and and shadow work is definitely a process and. Um, that's that's something what I personally specialize in uh, as a life coach and as a spiritual advisor is showing you how to do the shadow work to dig deep into the um, the fears and your traumas and your emotions uh, and to shed all of the things around you that you may have attached to yourself. So that you can share all of those things to get back to your authentic self. So I would definitely suggest booking a coaching session. If not with me, with definitely with somebody else. Thanks so much, Soraya, for your question. So yeah, guys, uh, redirecting yourself back to your why helps you to regain the control by releasing trying to have control in the first place. Okay. You will never authentically have control over others. Never. So do not give yourself the illusion, okay? You can ultimately only know your own why with focus on your own. With your focus on your inner self, okay? As always, let's conclude this episode by pulling an oracle card for focus for the week. I like to pull oracle cards to assist in motivating you through whatever you are currently encountering or will encounter for the week ahead. If you've ever uh, wondered which deck that I use, it's a um, it's an oracle sacred it's an oracle deck entitled Sacred Rebels by Elena Fairchild, and I love this deck. It's very beautiful. So as you take this in, listen to your heart and intuition and take note of the parts of you that it resonates with, okay? Ask for the card, what you want, wants you. This card for you. Do you dare to believe what you want is also wanting you? The genuine desires of your heart are the sacred purpose of the soul, swath, and pleasure. Yet, if you have been shamed, judged for, made to feel guilty over, denied your true desires or pleasure in any way, you may have developed a very tricky and complicated relationship with the yearnings of your own heart. This oracle comes with a healing message for you. First, trust in what you truly want. Not the substitutions and the make-dos and the conforming, but what would truly bring a sense of passionate, playful purpose and fulfillment to your life. You might not know anything more than, I want to sing, or I want to write, or I want to help animals, or I want to paint. But start with what you know and hold it in your heart as you do 
the healing process. Okay? If you genuinely don't know what your heart wants, you will very much enjoy the process of exploring your desires by making gentle and persistent inquiries of yourself. And that just takes digging, delving deep into yourself and, you know, recognizing what helps you feel good and what helps align you. As you get to know your genuine desires and give yourself permission to feel and to receive them, a powerful sequence is set in motion, okay? If you have people in your life who are shutting you down, suggesting that you suggesting that you want or what you want is not possible or that you're aiming too high, then they need this healing too. Focus on your own healing. Let them heal themselves, but you go within and focus on yours, okay? This oracle brings a message that whether you see it coming or not, your desire is already on its way. It is closer than you think, and you will soon be able to see it, touch it, and feel it. Okay? Now I want you to repeat after me. What I want wants me, and I am open willing and capable to receive it through unconditional love now. Beautiful. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you to all of my creators for listening. Again, another episode of the Affirmation Talk Podcast. Continue to listen in on us every Wednesday and catch up on past episodes to help encourage and ground you back to the creative, the creator created. As I like to say, train the mind, explore the body, and love the soul of your craft. Namaste.